Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we are already kind of breaking what we said we were going to do by doing uh, a episode per chapter, uh, but we are still kind of doing that. It's just today we're going to do an episode on one verse in chapter three, and tomorrow's episode is going to combine chapters three and four, and that'll make more sense once you listen to both of them. Uh, but today is something that's too powerful, it's too big um, to not do uh, really focus in on it and really hone in on it. And so what happens here in Exodus chapter chapter three is a pretty monumental, I say pretty, it is a definitely a monumental moment in scripture. And what it is, you have God originally in Exodus chapter three, uh, specifically God is calling Moses. Moses is out in the fields, he's out on the mountainside and he sees a bush that's burning, um, but it's not being consumed. So if you can imagine a bush that's clearly on fire, but the bush is not disintegrating, it's just there. And Moses, intrigued by this, he goes and he checks it out. And as he approaches this bush, he hears God speak and, and God says, man, take off your shoes for where you are standing is on holy ground, right? And this is really, um, I guess I'm trying to think to make sure I don't overspeak here, but it's clearly one of the most epic pictures that we've seen in the Bible, really all of Genesis, even to here where God reveals himself to someone in an amazing way. Even in Genesis chapter 12, the Bible just says God said to Abram, like it just says God said, God shows up here in a burning bush to Moses and says, Moses, be careful when you approach me because you're walking on holy ground. And what makes this so big, right? Um, and I guess, let me tell you what he tells him first. God tells Moses that he's seen his people in slavery. He sees them in the hardship that they're in. He tells Moses that he's going to deliver them that he's going to bring them out to a good land flowing with milk and honey now remember this is calling us back to in a major way the promise and the covenant that god made with abraham where god says i'm gonna create from you a people you're gonna be my people i'm gonna bless you i'm gonna give you a land you're gonna have a ton of descendants and you're gonna be a blessing to all generations so this is such a major callback to that i would just say if we don't read the old testament or specifically genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy in light of Genesis 12, when God calls Abraham and promises him all these things, if we don't read it in light of that, we're very easily going to read the rest of the Old Testament wrong. It's that important to constantly be remembering that God inserted him into a covenant relationship with this man named Abraham and said, I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to be a blessing to you. I'm going to bless all people through you. Um, you're going to have many descendants and all these things. It's the Abrahamic covenant, such a major, major portion of scripture, right? And the major thing that happens here is Moses asks this question. And tomorrow we're going to look into all the excuses that Moses made. So I hope you check into this tomorrow. But Moses asked a, a pretty good question. He says, who am I going to say sent me, right? Because God is telling him he's going to use Moses to go back to Egypt and deliver the people. And so um, it's nothing for the Egyptians to hear of another God. They believed in hundreds of gods, right? So it's it's really nothing if Moses just says, hey, this God sent me. They're going to ask him, well, which God sent you? So Moses is asking a, a, a decent question here. He says, when I go, who do I say sent me? And this is what God says to him in verse 14. He says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to this to my people of Israel, 
I am has sent you. God says, my name is I am. This is the name Yahweh in the Old Testament, such a powerful name, a name that the people of Israel would would eventually in future generations take so seriously because this is God's covenant name. This is God's holy name amongst his people. He's Yahweh. He says, I am who I am. And that that sounds so weird. Like, okay, what's your name? I am. Like that sounds kind of weird to us, but but he is saying God is saying three profound things to Moses here. Saying three really profound things. And I'm just gonna be straight. We could spend a 35-minute podcast episode on this name of God, and it would not do it justice. So this is so short, and I'm just praying it encourages you today. But listen to this. Um, When God says he's I am, he's really saying three things. First, that God is self-existent and he's not dependent on anything else for his own existence. God's saying, I am who I am, and Moses, I don't need you. But Moses, I don't need the people of Egypt. I don't need this stuff. And see, this is so countercultural to their ideas because, you know, uh, basically what, what ancient Near East people would have thought is that for their gods, they would have to sacrifice to the gods to give them food, that the gods needed the help and sacrifices of the people in order to live. God says to Moses, bro, I am. I'm self-sustaining. I'm self-existent. I'm not dependent on anything else. That's the first thing we learn here. The second thing is that God is the creator and the sustainer of all things that exist. So this is a huge thing too because the way that the people in the ancient Near East would have viewed it is kind of each territory had their own God. And particularly for the Egyptian people, the Nile River had its God. The sun had its God. The cattle and livestock had its God. And you had all these gods with these jurisdictions. But God in saying, I am, he says, I'm the creator and the sustainer of all that exists. I have no jurisdiction. I have no boundaries. I am who I am. Amazing. And finally, the fact is this. The third thing we see is that God is immutable in his being and character and is not in the process of becoming something different than who he already is. So God is who God is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's not changing. He's not getting better. He's not getting worse. He's not working on a more perfected version of himself. He is I Am. That's who he is, and he's perfect being who he is. So this is an amazing statement from God where Moses says, Who should I say sent me? And God says, I Am sent you. Can I tell you what's amazing is when you have Jesus in the New Testament claiming that he is God in the flesh, You have Jesus claiming that he's the very same God who's about to deliver the people out of Egypt, that he's the same God who is standing here to Moses saying, take off your shoes because you are on holy ground because I am is talking to you. This amazing picture. And I just want to remind you, students, leaders, and, and parents listening to this, that's who your God is. That your God is great. Your God is awesome. He is mighty. He's magnificent. He's self-existent, not dependent on anything. He's the creator and sustainer of all. He is perfect. He's always been perfect. He always will be perfect. That is your God. And so rest in the fact that today that that God heard you and saw you in your sin, took on flesh, died for you, was buried in the ground, was raised to life again for you so that you could be adopted and brought into his family, into the same blessing that he said that Abraham's descendants would enjoy, that you and I get to be called a son and daughter of God, co-heirs with Christ, and we have this God who is this great I am. That's amazing. And I hope this morning or this afternoon, wherever you're listening to it, I hope 
that this podcast episode is simply a reminder to you on how great your God is. He's Yahweh. He's the great I am. And that's where we learn this name of God for the first time in the Bible. That's where we first learn that God identifies himself in this way. And it becomes the major name of God throughout the rest of the Old Testament. He is Yahweh. He is uh, the great I am. He's the Lord of all. He is over all things. He is the great I am. And we're about to see in the next few chapters, just how great the great I am is as he shows off in front of his people and in front of all of the Israelites and the Egyptians. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.